0: What's up, Craniumites? Welcome to another episode of Chair Shots to the Cranium. I hope you are doing well wherever you are, however you're listening to this podcast. Of course, thank you very, very much for tuning in to another episode. And if you want to learn more about Chair Shots to the Cranium, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, Chair2Cranium, that's Chair2Cranium, again on Instagram and on Twitter, Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Chair Shots of the Cranium, on there. You'll see, or hear, past interviews and also past shows that we have done. So, very excited to be back with you again this week. A lot of things going on in the world of professional wrestling. A lot of things that are bouncing around in my cranium this week that I really want to get out. Let's talk about it. And I always welcome feedback from you. Let me hear from you. Comment or Uh, DM me on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm always uh, happy to hear from you and always, always happy to respond and get a conversation going. So without further ado, let's head right into the Cranium Correspondence. So as you already know, on RAW this past week we had the debut of Ricochet, Aleister Black, Joey Gargano. And Tommaso Champa, And I'm uh, very happy to see these guys on there. However, you know, isn't it funny how we see a humongous difference between the crowds at NXT and the crowds we see at Raw and on SmackDown? Something about the atmosphere on NXT. The crowd is so into it. It's so much more exciting. Now, I know we just could have had a, a dead crowd on Raw uh, this past week. SmackDown was a little bit better. But clearly, everyone in that arena was sitting on their hands, and it just took away the excitement. But my question here is, why do we see such a different environment in NXT compared to Raw and SmackDown? Does it have something to do with how the show is being run? Obviously, we know that Triple H is in charge of NXT. He has his finger on the pulse. And he controls a lot of what goes on there. Is it? The, is he doing something different with the production of those shows compared to the production of the shows in Raw and SmackDown? It's a debatable topic. It's something that everyone is talking about on all the wrestling podcasts for the most part. But something's going on there. we got to figure out what he is doing and then transfer that over to Raw and SmackDown. For those of you who may be listening that do not watch NXT, you're missing out. You've you, you got to check it out. And... We, they need to just sit down and figure, okay, how can we get the buzz, the excitement that is being shown and what is being felt on NXT over to the main roster? They're very smart people in WWE. I know they can figure this out. So something's got to be done to make this happen. Now, let's go back to what I said earlier about the debut of, of those four gentlemen. Uh, you know I'm a little confused by that right now. They just called up EC3 and a few other talents, and I feel like those talents are taking a back seat to, to, to the debut of these four guys. I, I don't quite understand why they're coming out now. Uh, why didn't they have a big build up like the others did, like EC3 did with the vignettes? I, I just don't get it, but uh, it is what it is, and they're here, and I uh, couldn't be happier. They're tremendous talents. I cannot wait to see what they do. Let me talk a little bit about Aleister Black. If I have to say that there's somebody out there right now that is my favorite, he's my guy. I'm really liking Aleister Black. I feel like he is an amped-up version of CM Punk. I was a big CM Punk fan, still am. Wish he would come back. Obviously, that's not going to happen right now. But I really feel like Aleister Black is... The next big thing in professional wrestling. I love his entrance, love the music. If you've not been to an NXT event in person and hear and heard his music, you're missing out. I've been able to witness two in person. The music is extremely loud. Uh, it's extremely high energy, or extreme high energy, I should say, and I love it. Love the fact that they raise him up. Uh, from the stage area. I think that's awesome. It's kind of Undertaker-like with his entrance there. So, again, that's my opinion. I like him. I cannot wait to see what else he does um, in the WWE. Ricochet, uh, he speaks for himself. I don't have to go into uh, a long spiel about Ricochet. The guy is amazing, and I don't know how in the world. I don't know if he's human or not. Some of the stuff that he does, and the flips and the turns and the twists, is... uh, Extremely rare and just incredible, and um, it, there's never a time that he's in the ring that I'm not entertained. Never. Let's talk about Joey Gargano and Tommaso Champa. Uh, you know, I like him. I like him as singles. Uh, yeah, DIY was is, was awesome. I don't know if they're trying to get him back together or not, but I like him as singles. I like, uh, I love Tomasa Champa as the extreme heel. Wish he would go back to that again. Hope he does. We'll see what happens there. So again. Four phenomenal athletes on the main roster. And uh, let's see what happens. Let's see where they end up. Are they going to be on Raw? Are they going to be on SmackDown? What role are they going to play in WrestleMania? Remains to be seen. So let's talk a little bit about WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan. Who will be his opponent at WrestleMania 35? Several possibilities here. That's assuming that Kofi Kingston does not beat him at Fastlane and become the new WWE Champion. I would like to see that happen. I don't think that will happen. I think that we're going to see a, a huge matchup for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Whether it be a rematch with Kofi Kingston, that is one possibility. But you also have uh, the possibility of Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens returning. And uh, the only thing that, that baffles me about that or bothers me about that, I said in a, in a past show, I'd love to see Kevin Owens return as a heel and not a baby face. If he were to face Daniel Bryan, I feel like he would have to be a, a baby face, obviously. I don't want to see that happen. So because of that reason, I don't want to see a Daniel Bryan-Kevin Owens matchup at WrestleMania. Jeff Hardy is also another possibility being thrown out there. Could this be his last swanton? Will it be his uh, final WrestleMania? And what better way to go out on top than to win the WWE Championship one more time? So again, very interesting scenario with Jeff Hardy. Mustafa Ali, uh, considering if he comes back from his injury in time, is also a good possibility. and something that's been mentioned. Uh, I I think that Mustafa Ali would be a great opponent for Daniel Bryan. I think they would put on one hell of a match together. I just don't know that Mustafa Ali has earned that right just yet to be on that big of a stage at WrestleMania. I could be wrong on that, but I just don't think he's ready for it. Bray Wyatt. Let's talk about Bray Wyatt. We haven't seen the man in forever. Will he be back? Will he be back for WrestleMania? Will he be a babyface and face Daniel Bryan? A big possibility of that. I think the I think the crowd would pop very big for for Bray Bray Wyatt right now. Uh, Samoa Joe is always in the talk. If you're going to be talking about the WWE Championship over on SmackDown, Samoa Joe certainly needs to be mentioned in that. And when is this time going to happen? I thought it was going to happen a few months ago against AJ Styles and that little feud they had going, but it didn't. I was I was wrong on that. So Samoa Joe uh, would be an awesome. Pick for me to face Daniel Bryan. I think you'd see, again, one hell of a match between those two guys at WrestleMania. Would love to see Samoa Joe walk out of there, the new WWE champion. Finally, Rey Mysterio. A lot of people are talking about Rey Mysterio being a possibility here uh, to face Daniel Bryan. This could also be his last go around with WrestleMania. So, you know, a lot of possibilities there for WrestleMania 35 uh, match with Daniel Bryan. We shall see what happens. Uh, leading up to that it'll be very exciting to see how it plays out and then who will get the call to be his opponent at wrestlemania next thing i want to talk about is dx getting into the hall of fame the big announcement the first entry into the hall of fame believe they're going to be headlining the hall of fame ceremonies could not be happier for everybody involved in this china especially the the family of of china johnny lauer I think it's wonderful, it's long overdue, much deserved, so congratulations to DX for making it to the Hall of Fame. Billy Gunn, Road Dogg, Jesse James, X-Pac, Triple H, and of course Shawn Michaels all being a part of DX getting to the Hall of Fame. It'll be interesting to see how they close out the show, I'm sure it'll be extremely entertaining, and uh, who will be the representative for China? I can't wait to see that. So, could not be happier. Love the Hall of Fame. Absolutely love it. I get ex- so excited every week to find out who's going to be the next inductee. Some other rumors out there that the Honky Tonk Man will finally get into the Hall of Fame. Paige's name's been thrown out there a little bit. So, we'll see. I love it. I cannot wait for the Hall of Fame. Don't know if I want to be there in person for it, because they're there forever. And uh, But it, but again, they they deserve to be up there as long as they want to be up there. This is their time to shine Uh, the time to remember them. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So DX into the Hall of Fame. I think it's great. Let's talk about Elias, the Elias character. And when can we start seeing him in a feud or a program that has a huge build? We see him in these little programs, little feuds here and there, and then it goes away. Uh, For a while there, I was really entertained with Elias. He comes out there, he, he strings the guitar He has his little entrance, the lights come up, and they announce him. I'm getting a little tired of it. I think Elias is a tremendous talent in the ring. Let's see it. Let's see his personality, which I think is wonderful. And let's get away from the guitar. Let's get away from the... I don't want to say get away from the guitar. I think that's part of his character. I like seeing him smash people over the head with it. But let's get him away from the bar stool in the middle of the ring with the light shining on him and let's put him in a storyline, let's put him in a few, let's see his tremendous wrestling skills, let's see his tremendous mic skills, and let's take him all the way to the top because he deserves to be there. So where they, what can they do with him? Uh, if you have any ideas of some opponents for Elias, let's message below, comment, and let's hear it because I think there's some wonderful opportunities for him to get into a program with somebody that can not only elevate himself but elevate the other person. So Elias, let's let's do something with him. It's time to go with him. And, uh, he is going to be a rocket ship. You just got to strap on and, and, and take it all the way to the top because he has that ability. All right. So let's talk about Mark Henry. He had a wonderful documentary that came out about him, uh, on the WWE network last week and I watched it and it was great. And it just summarized everything you need to know about Mark Henry. He's a genuine human being. And just a wonderful person. I had the opportunity to be up close and personal with Mark Henry at a wrestling event that I was uh, doing a photo shoot for a few months ago. And backstage, I noticed that he was speaking to a young man, probably somewhere around 10, 11, or 12. And I, and I stood to the side. I didn't want to get in the middle of the conversation. I just didn't want to stare at it as well. And I just listened. And I listened to him talk about... Uh, how to overcome bullying, and I think the kid had been bullied in school. And, and And Mark Henry sat there and talked to this kid genuinely, and gave him some fantastic advice about how to handle a bully and how to have confidence in yourself. and I thought that was fantastic. He did not have to sit there; did not know this kid. Uh, the kid, I think, was a family member of, of someone that was backstage and had just met him. and I just I, it, my my views of Mark Henry went up tremendously, it was already high as it was based on everything I'd heard about him and everything I'd, I'd read about him but to see this, to see him interact with this with this kid and giving him that advice it was a testament to how much he truly cares and what kind of good person he is and what kind of big heart he has. So if you have not had a chance to go check out that, sh- that documentary or that uh, show about Mark Henry on the WWE Network do it because you'll be greatly entertained by it and your perspective of uh, Mark Henry will change if it, if it needs to change. I don't know why it should, but you uh, will see him in a different light. You'll see him uh, as the incredible human being that he really is. So as we know, there is a ton of talent out there, probably more talent than we've ever seen in professional wrestling, in my opinion. But there's not enough TV time to give the exposure to these men and women so AEW certainly will help. It'll give uh, you know another avenue, another option uh, for the talent to have some exposure, as well as uh, Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor and New Japan, as we're seeing currently. But you know, they keep growing the talent. They keep uh, you know adding more people to the NXT roster, which in turn results in more people being called up. You know. What about the people that you currently have? There's got to be something done about bringing more exposure to this talent. Let's talk about the B team, for example. The B team was on a rocket ship there for a while, won the tag team championships. And once they lost them, we haven't seen them again. And I'm just using them as an example. All of you can probably, wherever you're sitting right now, you can think of someone else that they were using well or pushing, and then all of a sudden they just dropped off the face of the earth. Look at Ty Dellinger. Ty Dillinger just recently re- requested his release from WWE and I don't blame the guy. So, you know, what's going to be done about that? What can happen so that we don't see talent pushed and then drop off the face of the earth or have talent that's not being pushed at all? will never get that opportunity because the talent pool is so huge. So AEW coming in will certainly help. I hope that we will see more guys in WWE, like a Ty Dellinger, go over in Pac, formerly Neville, going over to AEW to get the exposure that they deserve. Of course, we hear uh, a lot of reports from AEW that they're bringing in people that you know maybe you haven't necessarily heard of and just growing a fresh group of wrestlers, men and women. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan for that. I love that. I think that's wonderful. However, let's see some of the talent that we have heard of that's currently not being used in WWE brought over. I think it'll make it way more exciting, in my opinion. So, does AEW even want them? Who knows? Uh, Time will tell on that. Um, So, again, I just think that the world of wrestling is saturated with some fantastic talent. Let's figure out a way to get them exposure. Please, somehow or another. All right. Chris Helmsworth has been named as the person who will play the role of Hulk Hogan in an upcoming biopic. It's going to be on Netflix. So Todd Phillips will be directing uh, off a script by Scott Silver. And um, Mike Sugar and Todd Phillips and Bradley Cooper will be the producers, along with Helmsworth himself and former WCW president Eric Bischoff. The deal took months of negotiations, apparently, uh, according to THR, and is in its final stages of completion. So, it's going to talk about Hogan leading up to WrestleMania, which I think would be a fantastic story. And uh, we'll just focus on the rise of of Hulkamania and not covering some of the other stuff that happened uh, post-Hulkamania, uh, I shouldn't say post comedian, but some of the stuff recently, some of the bad stuff maybe that you've heard about Hogan in the news. So really excited about this, this film. I hope it's a home run. I cannot wait for it to come out. And speaking of movies, Fighting With My Family, the movie about Paige and her family directed by The Rock is in theaters right now, getting tremendously good reviews. So go check that out. Again, Fighting With Your Family, or Fighting With My Family rather, Fighting With My Family in the movies right now. Go check it out. Cannot wait to see it myself. Last but not least, happy 70th birthday to Ric Flair coming up here in just a few days that I'm recording this. uh, A surprise birthday party was thrown for him uh, in Atlanta, from what I understand, just recently. So happy 70th birthday to Ric Flair. Should be a huge uh, bash on Raw. Uh, coming up, cannot wait to see that. Cannot believe that Ric Flair is 70 years old. Certainly doesn't act like it. Uh, so again, happy birthday to Ric Flair. As a side note, uh, myself, Go will be going to UCW Universal Championship Wrestling Show on March the 2nd. We'll be behind the scenes doing a lot of reporting on that show. Make sure you check out our Instagram page, Chair2Cranium. Again, chair, the number 2, Cranium, on Instagram and on Twitter, to see information about this show, to see the pictures, go to our website, cheershots to also view all the pictures. You can also check out Universal Championship Wrestling on ucwtv.com. Again, that's ucwtv.com. Should be a fantastic show on March the 2nd in Athens, Georgia. Huge names already announced for that show. Buff Bagwell, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, The Barbarian, Wes Briscoe, Carlito, Taya Valkyrie, Amber O'Neill, Kid Cash, PJ Black, and that's just to name a few. So if you happen to be in the Athens, Georgia area, you better get a ticket and you better go check this out. If you're not in Athens, Georgia area, get on a plane, get on a bus, get in your car, come to Athens. It'll be a fantastic show. You don't want to miss it. So again, make sure you check out our coverage for that show on our Instagram and Twitter page. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. I greatly appreciate your time. Hold up. Uh, Are you signing off here? I'm signing off. What's up? What are you doing? I just got to tell everybody that this girl right here won the predictions Five and two. You lost. Uh, Yeah, you had to remind everybody, didn't you? I did, I did. She did, she did. This is, of course, my co-host, Addison, a.k.a. Addigo. Yep. Won the prediction show from Elimination Chamber. She went five and two. Pops here went four and three. You beat me. I did. You did. So, thought I could get this show over with before you knew what I was doing, but you snuck yeah. in on me. You I had to brag about it. Would. Well, that's, you know, that's fine. I'm yeah. proud of you. Good job. Thank you. So, you're still thinking about what we're playing for, right? Yes, Okay. I'm still thinking about all it. Right, so, so, you'll never see it coming. One one prediction show or one podcast, you might hear me say the bet. So Okay, all right. So, you said, we said WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yes. you were going to announce yes. what you were playing for in this year-long bet that we have going. Right. For the best prediction show record. So, again, right now, you're kicking my rear end. I'll give it to you. I, am. I told you, you know that deciding match. If you listen to our podcast or our prediction show for Elimination Chamber, the deciding match on that was Finn Balor against um, Bobby, Bobby Lashley, Lashley yeah. and you picked Finn Balor. I know. Good job. I just had some type of feeling. Yeah. Well, you were right. Yeah. You're right. Well, thank you for gracing us with your presence. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'm sure you know you're happy to get that little bragging session in there. Yes. All right. You done? Yep. All right. <laughs> All right, so that concludes the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for taking the time to listen to this. No matter where you are, if you're listening in your car, listening on your earbuds, while you're cleaning the house, whatever it is you're doing, really appreciate you taking the time to listen. And thank you for taking another chair shot to the cranium. Peace out.